News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Yeah, the death of a, dance, a disco dancer is indeed happening a lot around here. Tramline in the centre of Dublin is the latest nightclub to close its doors. So is it murder on the dance floor for the nightclub industry? Melanie Finn, entertainment correspondent with the Irish Independent, spoke to me a little bit earlier. I began by asking if she believed we were seeing the slow and sad demise of the nightclub. I think it's really sad what is going on there, Shane, and it's a kind of a gradual cultural erosion of spaces like these, you know, amazing dance clubs and discos. And there are areas that we kind of took for granted growing up, you know, in my area alone, there must have been at least five discos and nightclubs and they're really really important for young people it's where you have a lot of rites of passage it's where you make some of your best memories both good and bad um and i would be very concerned about the number and the rate of nightclubs that are closing around the country and just looking at the statistics there um as i was looking into the research for the story we saw there was 522 nightclub spaces in about the year 2000 and that's down to about 85 now this is research done by bring back the night and it's extremely concerning because it means that young people have no regulated spaces to go to which invariably means they end up going to house parties or maybe hanging around the streets and consuming alcohol in an unregulated fashion uh, do, do you think Possibly, I was actually. It was funny. I was talking to my to my own kids about this, and um, you know, I've uh, one one fella who's twenty one, and we were wondering, we were speculating, is it the fact that in in my day, I think I'm a little bit older than you, but in my day and possibly in your day, uh, licensing laws like the pubs closed a lot earlier. You had to go to a nightclub if you wanted to continue the night. Today, they can stay on in the bar that they're in, and the bar might be playing music, and you can kind of dance at the table and so on. I think a huge thing. You know, a huge factor in this is the prohibitive cost now of going out. I mean, I remember when I was a teenager, probably showing my age here, but you could go to your local disco, get a can of Fanta, bag of chips on the way home and have change from 20 quid. That was just par for the course. And sometimes you didn't even need to go into the city centre to have a good night out. Whereas now I know speaking to my nephews and my nieces, like they fight, they feel like it's too expensive to go into town to be buying alcohol for you know a couple of hours. It's um, taxi rides home, and um, it's all these other extra factors that we didn't have to think about. Licensing laws are so stringent now. There's the rents around Dublin and indeed major cities. I think there really has to be more of an initiative to support nightclub and venue owners. And also, Shane, it doesn't have to be somewhere that sells alcohol. There is a lot of people who like just going dancing. And I think people really need to reimagine those spaces and reimagine those um, club events and nights out to get it going again post-pandemic because it's nothing like it was before. Um, I remember in my college days, I went to DCU, which wasn't known for being the most exciting college ever. But you go into town and you would have your pick of nightclubs. And it was just when the kind of the dance scene was getting going. And I honestly had some of my best memories going to those places. And um, it's, a, it's a huge shame. It is. But is it not just one of those realities? I mean, t- times change, people change, attitudes change, tastes change. I mean, our young people seem to be voting with their feet. 
I would say that as well, but I have spoken to my nephews about this and they said they love a good disco. They love going out. And there was one disco there advertised a few months ago and it was out, I think, in the Red Cow Inn. They advertised it on Snapchat chain and it sold out within minutes. Um, because there is an appetite for this. It's a new thing. There's all those young people who didn't even get to go to their devs during lockdown. You know, that was effectively years where they didn't have these experiences i think there's an appetite there for places like these to reopen uh, just before you go give us a kind of a little trip down memory lane what, what were the nightclubs was it tamangos where the gang goes where did you hang out <laughs> i could tell you and your listeners but then i would have to leave the country so i am a northsider um shane so i went to let's see tamangos zenith's uh, Gibney's, the Grove, the Cricket Club. There was one in a, a tennis club near me, bizarrely. Um, is that enough? Yeah, that's probably <laughs> enough. All right. I'm going back even further. The the Castle in Castleben, the Tivoli in, in Dundalk, the Fairways. Uh, yeah, look, actually, I'm, I'm, all these memories are flooding uh, back, I have to say. So look, it's, it, is, it is a sad thing. And you're, you're in no doubt that it's, it's happening, that this is, I mean, the figures do speak for it. Absolutely. Like people like it's it's prohibitively expensive to run a venue now, to run a nightclub, to staff as well. That's another thing I should have said earlier is like staffing issues. I mean, maybe people have moved on, but I think there is definitely still a nostalgia factor among us. OK, that was Melanie Finn, entertainment correspondent with the Irish Independent. Lots of people getting in touch about their favourite nightclubs. Yes, uh, Mia says the rag outside Thurless, middle of nowhere, capacity of around 1,500 people wedged every Saturday night in the 90s. Busing, buses arriving from as far away as Limerick. Highlights of the night were the mosh pit while Nirvana was belted out. And of course, the two slow sets. Ah, the Ooh, slow set. The slow set. Yeah. That does remind me of the oasis outside uh, Carrick Macross. People would come from Leitrim, from Loud, from Mead from Monaghan, from all Longford, from all over the country. Buses would arrive huge. I think it was the longest bar in Ireland at, at one point. Uh, back in the day, you'd come home from the nightclub with your ears ringing and you'd be reeking of smoke. <laughs> Great a- memories. Absolutely true. I do remember when I was a junior doctor in Mullingar for a period, we used to go to the, the Greville Arms had a nightclub and it, I think it was called the Greville, but we used to call it the Gravel because <laughs> by the end of the night, that was... Yeah, you will, there will be a bit fi- of groveling. Fill in the blanks yourself yeah. there. But that is our last... News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.